Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Dynasty After Dark. I'm your host, Calvin Timms. You can find me over on Twitter at TDC underscore Calvin or on the Dynasty After Dark YouTube channel, Rumble, wherever you listen to the podcast. Uh, while you're over there, please make sure you like, comment, and subscribe to the video. just helps with the algorithm. So last couple of days, I've been putting out the 2022 My Guys, and these are guys that I would recommend jumping on the bandwagon now because I think that their value is going to spike massively after 2022 and going into the future. So started with the quarterbacks last week. I had or last episode. I had the running backs. Uh, Isaiah Spiller was the big hot button guy in that episode. I really like the talent, but uh, yeah, we'll see where he ends up. 42 overall seems pretty low for someone of his talent, in my opinion. Hopefully you guys will agree with my takes again today with the wide receiver position. And I got two guys, both of them are 25, ironically enough, but two guys that I really like uh, this year for the wide receivers, both of them are going way later than I think that they should jump on the bandwagon now while you have the chance and let's get into it. So the first guy uh, and both of these guys real quick too are signees with a new team. Uh, They're both on one-year contracts, and I think that after this year, they're going to make a ton of money as long as they stay healthy, all things given. So the first guy I want to talk about here is going to be Juju Smith-Schuster. Juju is only 25 years old, like I mentioned, and he is a monster of a wide receiver. Six foot one, 215 pounds. He's just a big, big slot guy. We've seen it for years now. Uh, Juju plays primarily from the slot. And the biggest knock on Juju has been he has not been able to return the value that we want from him the last couple years. Now, Juju was someone that came out as a rookie, had a very good year, finished as the number 20 overall wide receiver in his rookie campaign. Uh, 58 catches for 917 yards, seven touchdowns. The dude is a touchdown machine. If you look at his four seasons, basically, of full health and not terrible Ben Roethlisberger play, 7-7-3-9, that's his touchdown totals. The dude does manage to score. And with the Kansas City Chiefs, who he signed a one-year contract with, he's going to have a lot of opportunity to score. Now, the knock on Juju that I mentioned is the last couple years, he has had a decrepit Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger has been a shell of himself for a couple years now, hasn't been able to push the ball down the field, has a new offensive coordinator that I do not like at all. Everyone's just ignoring Matt Canada with the Pittsburgh Steelers like he's something special. I don't think he's very good. He's only got three years of experience all three years with Pittsburgh, 2020, 2021, and now what is looking like 2022, his offenses have been rough, very, very rough. So before we start going and blaming all of it on Juju and all of it on Ben Roethlisberger, I think a lot of it falls on the system. And we know what Andy Reid can do with the Kansas City Chiefs. This team just gave up Tyreek Hill this year in a trade, traded him over to the Miami Dolphins. So there is a plethora of targets available instantly. And if you look at everything through training camp, Juju Smith-Schuster has been playing primarily with the ones. He took every single snap in preseason game one with the number ones. MVS had nine out of 11, where Juju was 11 out of 11. I think that Juju is going to be a special talent and he's going to remind people how 
and why he was an elite talent a couple years ago. And just to preface this real quick too, so rookie year finishes the wide receiver number 20, 917 yards and seven touchdowns as a rookie. That is impressive. Second year, 2018, he was the wide receiver number eight. He had 166 targets with 111 catches, 1,400 yards and seven touchdowns. Now, Antonio Brown was there eating up a lot of the coverage for him. He was a number two in that offense and he was able to eat very well in that year. 2019, Pittsburgh gets rid of Antonio Brown, but they don't have Chase Claypool at the time. They didn't really have a viable number two option at that point. They have uh, Juju with, and that was also the year that Ben Roethlisberger got injured with the arm injury. That was the year with Duck Hodges, Mason Rudolph, and it was just a very rough season for him and the team as a whole. Also in that season, he only played 12 games, and he finished as the wide receiver number 65. Comes back 2020, not the best. Ben Roethlisberger plays 16 games, full season again, finishes the wide receiver number 17. So the guy, when he plays, and he's not banged up, and I know this is a, a oxymoron right here, but when he's healthy, he plays a full season. Like, he barely ever gets beat up that he misses time, and if he if he basically if he doesn't miss time he's going to play the whole season and when he plays the whole season he's a wide receiver too and I think that there is a plethora like I said of targets available for him in this offense so Juju is currently going as the wide receiver number 38 off the board and I think that he's going to finish inside the top 20 if he gets a full season with Patrick Mahomes so he is someone that I am definitely buying heavily and one thing about Juju real quick too before we move on to my second guy here that I'm also very excited about the biggest knock on Juju Smith-Schuster is he signed a one-year contract for three million dollars base with like nine million dollars seven million dollars in bonus money potential everyone's saying well if he's so good why did he sign a cheap contract with a one-year deal with the Chiefs Everyone's ignoring the fact that, one, Patrick Mahomes has a massive contract. They backloaded his contract. And I know that as the salary cap goes up, it's going to look affordable and blah, 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 blah. We haven't got there yet. Patrick Mahomes' salary is just now starting to kick in. And it's a massive jump up from what they've been paying the last couple of years. So, one, that puts a little bit of a pinch on the salary cap for this season. Two, they're still paying Tyreek Hill a lot of money to not play for them this year. So there's a very good chance that if Juju comes out and plays very well, they're going to sign him to a long-term contract after the season when the salary cap opens up quite heavily for the team. So I think that the salary cap led them to sign Juju to a low contract so that he can prove himself, then he can go and get paid next year. Whether it's with the Chiefs or someone else, I think that he's going to have plenty of opportunity, and that's why I love Juju Smith-Schuster. 38 overall for a 25-year-old wide receiver who's finished as a top, as a wide receiver two or better in three out of five seasons. That's crazy that we're fading him this hard on the what everyone says is the best offense in the NFL. So, I'm all in on Juju Smith-Schuster, and I think that you should be too. Now, the second guy is my guy, DJ Chark, with the Detroit Lions. And DJ Chark is someone that has also been left for dead. He's currently the wide receiver 58, and I get it. DJ Chark is someone that burned a lot of people last year. Last year, four games played. He had 22 targets, seven catches. Not great right there, but it was rookie Trevor Lawrence. 
He was not, I mean, he had 12 targets in week one. Week one, three catches on 12 targets. That's not great. But he didn't really play the fourth game. So, you know, 22 targets in three games is pretty good. And seven catches for 154 yards and two touchdowns. That's an insanely high volume. And let's not forget that last year, Urban Meyer was not the head coach that you wanted for this team. So DJ Chark had to play with that, then got injured, right? So looking at DJ Chark's career arc, right? Comes out as a rookie, second round pick a few years ago in 2018. Had an okay rookie season, didn't really get played much, but the coaching staff back then is not someone that you'd really want to put a lot of faith in developing wide receivers. It's also Jacksonville, who has a history of not being able to develop talent. It's why they're the Jacksonville Jaguars. 2019, plays 15 games, comes out, finishes as the wide receiver number 17, has 1,000 yards, eight touchdowns. He's always been someone that's been very efficient in the yards per catch basically over 12 and a half every single season. Um, So that right there is very, very good. Touchdown monster as well. Uh, He's someone that likes to score a lot of touchdowns. 2020, he finishes as the wide receiver number 49, banged up, missed three games that season, but that is the season with the Jaguars where it was the Gardner Minshew, Nick Foles experiment where they were alternating between the guys. It just was not a good offense. And here's my issue with that is everyone likes to attribute it to DJ Chark. Was DJ Chark great? No, he wasn't. I'm not excusing all of it for DJ Chark, but the whole situation was just bad from start. From top to bottom, start to finish, it was not a good situation. So why is everyone putting it on DJ Chark alone? That's what it feels like. Maybe maybe they're not. Maybe I'm, I'm blowing that a little bit out of proportion, but that's what it feels like. I think that DJ Chark is more like what we saw in 2019 than what we saw in 2020 and 2021. And I think that with the Detroit Lions, he again signed a one-year contract, $10 million. There's a lot of opportunity. The team's starting wide receivers right now are him in the outside X receiver role, Amon Ross St. Brown in the slot, and then Jamison Williams, who they drafted number 12 overall this season, is injured. He's not going to be playing for the start of the year, and then he's also a rookie. So they got Josh Reynolds across from him. He is by far the best talent out of all these wide receivers, and I love Amon Ross St. Brown. There's the Hawkinson effect in the tight end position, DeAndre Swift, and then you got Jared Goff as your quarterback. It's a good offense. It really is. It's not great. I know Jared Goff is not the answer long term, but he's good enough. And with guys like DeAndre Swift and TJ Hawkinson and Amon Ross St. Brown just eating up everything under the underneath, I think that there's going to be a lot of opportunity for DJ Chark on the outside. And just to summarize that as well, we didn't really get to see it too much in Hard Knocks this week. But if you were watching when they showed the scrimmage, the team scrimmage at the end of the episode, DJ Chark is now number four, as you can see from the picture here, right? DJ Chark had two touchdowns. He was, uh, let's see, what was his actual stat line? And I know this is a team scrimmage, so take it with a grain of salt, but he was four for 77 and two touchdowns in that scrimmage. He has been connecting with Jared Goff all training camp. It's been all the beat reporters have been talking about is DJ Chark looks electric out there. He's a big body dude, 6'4", 205 pounds out of LSU a couple years ago. I love DJ Chark. Wide receiver 58 is 
criminal. He should not be going that low. He's someone that I would be buying in. I basically have bought in all my leagues. And I think that you're going to be rewarded by buying back in the dip on DJ Chark. So those are the two guys I think that we should be looking at right now. Juju Smith-Schuster and DJ Chark. I think both of them have wide receiver two or better upside and they're going outside. They're going as wide receiver four or five overall. That is just nuts. That is way too low. And I think that it's criminal, like I said. So let me know what your guys' thoughts are over on Twitter, over on YouTube. I appreciate you guys so much for listening. Next is the tight end, my guys. And then next week, I'm going to be getting into the not my guys for 2022 and beyond. The guys that you should be selling right now before the start of the season, because I think they're going to burn you going forward. So excited for the content coming up. Let me know what your guys thoughts are. Thank you guys so much. Good night.